Yo, this shit looks crazy. Things are getting weird. What the hell is going on? This is what the world looks like now. Things are getting weird. But all I know, all I know. Wake up, 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 wake we will not break, we will not yield, we will never give in, we will never give up, and we will never back down, we will never, ever surrender. Because we are Americans, and our hearts bleed red, white, and blue. Hope that woke you up a little bit, amped you up a little bit. This is Everything Under the Sun podcast, uh, Political Insta Stories, episode number 34. Today is December 6th, 2020, and it is a Sunday. So, doing another weekend special. It's only special because I'm doing it on the weekend, but <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, I just wanted to amp you guys up. That was from uh, Trump's speech last night in Georgia, where we need those two senators badly so that we don't lose the Senate. Um, been speaking about this on the past few episodes, so you know we need Lawler and the other one. So he was down in Georgia doing a rally for them, getting the MAGA people going, you know, because there's kind of this split going on right now, which we've been talking about, where it's kind of becoming the... MAGA party and you know because uh, a lot of the people that like President Trump don't like a lot of the Republicans not all Republicans of course but you know they just they don't and it's funny because I'm that way too I'm more into you know the populism that I think Trump brings I think a lot of us are um, a lot of the people that follow Trump because uh, a lot of the Republicans are just like the Democrats, you know, they're swampy. They, they get money. It's all about their deals. It's all how they can make their lives better. Not the Americans. You know what I mean? It's, it's backwards. And, uh, that's why we like Trump so much because, you know, he was already rich, so you couldn't buy him off. You know, he never spoke to a lobbyist ever. He would not, not allow them in actually. Um, so that was nice to know. Um, so you couldn't be bribed that way. He never took a salary from doing the job. I think it's like two hundred or three hundred thousand dollars a year. But um, he would give it uh, back to the parks and recreation to build the parks in America back and put all the mo- the money towards that, towards building new statues and cleaning up the parks and stuff, which was a good thing. He was already rich. He was already famous. He wasn't trying to do the job just to become rich or just to become famous or to write books about himself since he already did all this stuff. He did it, I really believe, because he cared about the country. Because look at what all the flack he took for it. He could have just sat back, stayed rich, just kept building hotels and doing whatever, but he didn't. You know what I mean? And he said that he wanted to help the country, and I believe he did. 
and he tried to do everything that he said he was going to do. Maybe he didn't get everything done in the four years that he was in there, but he damn sure tried. And uh, a lot of, a lot more than any other president I've seen, probably since Reagan. And I uh, wasn't around for Reagan, but what I've seen and heard from him, of him, he seems like he was one of the probably one of the best presidents up until Trump. So, but uh, yeah, I got a couple clips I'll play for you from the rally last night. Here's one. Guys, I want to say something personal for President Trump. God bless you. We love you, Mr. President. We love the first lady. And we're going to fight and win those two seats and make sure you get a fair, square deal in the state of Georgia. God bless you, Mr. President. Well, thank you very much. fight like you never saw before. Thank you. We can't let what happened three weeks ago, we can't let it happen. Not, it's beyond me. We can't let it happen. And somewhere there's going to be a champion, your champion, somewhere there's going to be a champion that's going to do what's right, because this has been going on for a long time, but never like it's happened recently. And he's right. It has been going on a long time. More, I would say, in private, not private, but like local elections, there, I bet you there's been a lot of cheating, especially like in the Democrat cities and stuff. There's always been corrupt, especially Chicago, in New York, Philadelphia, Detroit. Come on. We all know those places are corrupt, but we didn't know it was that bad. I don't know if you guys have seen the video. I'm guessing you have of the people on video pulling out. They tell everyone to leave. I don't know if it was the place where they said the pipe burst or if this was another place, but they they, uh, they told everybody to leave. And then like four or five people run back in and wildly start ripping these um, these things from under the table with all these ballots in them and just start putting the ballots through the machines like as fast as they can. And then they're saying on the mainstream media that all these allegations of fraud are without evidence, without this, without that. Attorney Barr saying there's not enough evidence to return the election or the whatever he said, which is pissed me off. You know what I mean? That's like what, Bill Barr? What happened? Are are you compromised now too? What happened? Like, you know, where's Durham? Whatever happened to Durham investigation? That was supposed to be something. You know what it is? I'm scared that Washington D.C. because it's so Democrat that. You can't get anybody convicted there because um, they're not going to convict because you're going to get a jury of your peers and they're all going to be Democrats and they're not going to, if you put, even put them in front, right, and they put them under trial, they're not going to be found guilty. So what's the point? You know what I mean? I think we need to break that up. And I don't know what we need to do, but somehow we need to fix Washington. And I know that sounds, you know, oh, easy, but it's not. Like, how the hell do you fix it? I thought Donald Trump was going to burst it open and fix it and try to, but look what they did to him. Investigations after investigations after investigations. Um, you know, it's they pretty much just tied him up the whole four years. 
So he had to fight the whole four years just to do anything. That's how they played the game. All they care about is power. The Democrats care about power, power, power. Okay. And some of the Republicans do too, definitely. Okay. They, but these people, these swamp people, these Washington elites, okay, these people that have been in office for a lot of years, these bureaucrats underneath them that have been there for a long time, they they, they have, like I said, ideologies and these other politicians, they are politicians. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they are. They lie to your face. They, they double talk one thing up. You know, they're saying two things at the same time. You know, they say something it means one thing to you and it means another thing to the elite people. That's the way they talk, double speak. And you, once you learn that and you start to kind of understand that, then the things seem to pop out at you a little more and you start to kind of realize like why everything is so corrupted. And like I've said, we do have Kings and Queens. We just don't call them that. Do you know what I mean? And then you have places like California, which are pretty much one state parties. I mean, now it's actually a little more purple, but that's because of all these riots and all this stuff happening. But do you think that, like, let me think about it. Let's say Chicago. Okay, let's say Chicago's bad. Let's say last weekend they had 35 shootings. I think they did. But um, that's like a normal weekend for them. Okay, nine black people were killed by cops the past, in 2019, I believe. Okay, nine people. 35 people were shot, okay, in Chicago in one weekend. 18 or 21 white people were killed last year by cops. Okay. Now this, I think it's unarmed. Think both were unarmed statistics. Do you see what I'm saying? Why is the narrative about uh, cops hunting down black people when there's nine, and you know, sadly, nine black people dead from cops that shouldn't have been killed? Okay. Now there's also double but not more white people which makes sense but there because there's you know a lot more white people in the country so it makes sense but it's about the same if you look at it that way so why is the narrative on the black people why is it because it's right before an election and it knows it gets them emotional and then they they vote out of emotion and anger all right so it's a it's a, it's a promoter they do it every four years candace owens brought it up she brought it up to them and they just sit back and deny it. But they just, they use people. They don't care. They will, if they can use you and then use the idiots, that's what they are to you. You know what I mean? So, and Republicans, they do the same thing. Usually they don't even care. Donald Trump did. And that's why he got the highest percentage of non-white votes a Republican's gotten in like 40 years or 50, something like that. Something crazy like that. And, and he still lost because it was a rigged election. He had 70, like uh, all the, oh my God, the election was rigged and it was so blatantly rigged that it's disgusting. Like, and just to watch what is going on, like how they're not fighting it and just be like, no, no, it wasn't rigged. Just keep going. Just keep going. Nope. We're cool. Da, da, da. Let's just keep going. Act like it didn't happen. Act like we're not, you know, a corrupt country. Like I can't do it. I can't just sit and watch this. Like I, I, I got to say something it's bullshit man there's no way it's just it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense um and even they said 35 percent of democrat voters know the direction they think the election was rigged and uh, what i think it's like 75 80 percent of republican voters do 
So, I mean, come on. That's a lot of people. That That's like over 100 million people. I think the election was rigged. That's bad. So that's a lot. You know, that's a lot of faith lost in the system. So now what? Now nobody votes. You know what I mean? But we got to keep voting because if we don't, then we're definitely going to lose. So it's like, no, no, no. What we need to do is fix this. From now on, paper ballots only. There needs to be backtracking. No more counting crap. I don't care if it takes longer. Paper ballots only. And it's got to be in person. I don't care if the voting booth is on fire. It's got to be in person. All right? Only only way that you can do it is if you have medical reasons or you are away in the Army or something like that, that you can do the um, absentee ballot. You actually apply for it and you need to show an ID and all that stuff. So that's the only way that we have to make it safer and we have to, we have to get integrity back into our elections or nobody's going to trust shit. That's just the way it's going to be. Nobody's going to trust anything. So it's, I don't know. Also, another thing too is those video, the video that shows the five people. Okay. Where's the FBI? Why aren't they asking these people? Why were you there? What were those things under the table? Why were they there? And why did you close down? And then what what were you doing with all the ballots? Why were you doing it so fast? And why were you being very sneaky about it? No one's down there. No one's asking them any questions about it. So what, you know, what is this? What's going on? What the hell is going on around here? Rudy Giuliani has brought so much evidence. Okay. He's shown a lot of witnesses that have signed affidavits under perjury of law. He's shown video now. He's got all this different types of evidence. And he's telling the electors, like, you look, and he's showing that dead people are voting, all this stuff. And they're saying, no evidence, nothing to see here. Bill Barr says, oh, not enough evidence to uh, overturn the election. Not yet. Da-da-da. Because they only have till December 14th, which is what, eight days away from now? So they don't got long. So they better hurry up and get this shit going. But but I don't know. Maybe we'll have to see him in 2024. Because I'm telling you, this, this whatever you want to call it, populism, Trumpism, whateverism, isn't going anywhere. So get used to it. You know what I mean? And uh, we want our country back. And we want to be able to have some faith in our institutions. That's for sure. I know I do. Um, you know, I want small government out of my life. I want a government that's reliable. I want a government that is not crooked, not power hungry, not wanting to become dictators. Look at these Democratic governors, man. As soon as you give them a little bit of power, they're, they turn the, the dictators, then call you the fascist, call you a Nazi. While they're telling you you can't even uh, sell shit at and or, or or have a restaurant or make money your own way, but you can have Walmart open. But oh, well, let's send a hundred thousand people into the same store, but not all the little stores that they would be spread out in. Let's shut them all down so the small businesses, so we can do the largest wealth transfer in American history. Oh, all the small businesses, all the money now goes to big business. Hmm, that's weird. That's a great reset that you did there. 
Very good. Very sly. Man. Just look, you know, Cuomo, Wolf. You know, uh, yesterday, Wolf, uh, or maybe the day before, shut down a bill that um, gun stores are uh, non-essential. Non-essential, a gun store during a pandemic, especially when you're defunding the police. He said it's a it's a worthless bill, so he vetoed it. And then he wants to make this new thing called PenCorp, where you're gonna have to sign up so you can even buy bullets. So that's the way they control, man. It's just all about control, 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 control. First thing they did to Venezuela before they turned them into socialist was take away their arms, their guns. They had a gun buyback or trade in or whatever the hell. Just watch for that. All right, because that's our Second Amendment, and don't let them ever take that from you. Don't let them take your freedom of speech, your freedom of religion. Don't let them take that away from you. None of your rights. You got to fight for them. Remember what? What is that word? If you can keep it, that saying that Nancy Pelosi likes to say, and makes me sick when she says it. But um, you know. It's a republic if you can keep it, meaning you got to fight for it sometimes. Well, we better start fighting for it because I think it's been a little too easy. And I think that um, things are changing drastically. Anyway, so to get on to a happier note, though I am not a comedian, so I will not be making funny jokes. Um, I did want to talk about a viral video that's been going around, which really makes me annoyed. And I feel bad for these people in California. But California went back on lockdown, even though lockdowns don't work. But remember, I told you about the dictatorship and uh, how they love be doing that. So Gavin Newsom, who likes to, uh, you know, eat at restaurants with the big wigs from the health administrations with no mask on and no social distancing while telling everyone else to stay at home and feel bad about themselves if they're not wearing a mask. Yeah, that guy. Um, well, he's shut down again, even though science says not to shut down because it actually uh, hurts people more than it helps them um, by, you know, the being poor, not being able to provide for their families, uh, mentally, um, uh, so pretty much in every single way. Um, and, uh, I think you have a 99% chance of living unless you have like comorbidity or uh, over a certain age, which a lot of people aren't. So it's very odd, but anyway, um, yeah, let's go with the science guys. How about the science? All right. Um, so this woman made a video that's gone viral and, uh, her restaurant is shut down, okay? And right next to her restaurant, since Gavin Newsom made Hollywood and uh, filmmaking and that kind of stuff um, an essential, they're, so they're essential, okay? Um, they have this big tent with these picnic tables with food all over them for the people, I guess, making the movie or the show or whatever, right next to her, Okay. So this woman's whole life, all the money and all her stuff for her whole life where she made all her money, you know, which maybe she put her whole life savings into it to take care of her kids, whatever, is shut down. Okay, so she's going poor. She can't pay her staff. She can't pay for whatever. 
and she has to look over here and see the people people doing the same thing she has right next to her outside dining area. It's just, it's so hypocritical and just, it's them picking winners and losers. It's, it's just really bad. But anyway, here, listen to this. This is her. So this is my place, the Pineapple Hill Grill and Saloon. If you go to my page, you can see all the work I did for outdoor dining, for tables being seven feet apart. And I come in today because I'm organizing a protest and I came in to get stuff for that. And I walk into my parking lot and obviously Mayor Garcetti has approved this has approved She's showing this the, uh, being set up for this being set up for for a movie company. I'm losing everything. Everything I own is being taken away from me. And they set up a movie company right next to my outdoor patio, which is right over here. And people it's wonder why like, like I'm protesting away. and why I have had enough. <laughs> they have not given us money and they have shut us down. We cannot survive. My staff cannot survive. Look at this. It's, it's pitiful, man. Tell me this me that angry. this is dangerous. But right next to Piece me as a slap in my face. That's safe. This is safe. 50 feet away. This is dangerous. Mayor Garcetti and Gavin Newsom is responsible for every single person that doesn't have unemployment, that does not have a job, and all the businesses that are going under. And we need your help. We need somebody to do something about this. You know, it's really sad to hear that. And just to watch that video and it's sad to hear her call out like help. You know what I mean? Like she needs help and she's expecting the government to help her. You know, the same ones that are shutting down her businesses. So they obviously don't care about her. Do you know what I mean? It's people that are going to help and it's people. She said she was organizing a protest, which I think is good, which is what she should be doing. And, you know, maybe you need to leave that state. Get the hell out of there. A lot of people are. But please don't come with your liberal politics because that's where you get these people with the Democrat bullshit. They're all in a line together. They're like a weird blue cult. So, you know, leave, and but don't put yourself right back in the same position again. But yeah, it's just sad to see that. And um, the lockdown, I think even the original lockdown was the biggest mistake in American history I think we've ever done. I really do. Um, I think in the history books, it'll say that was probably one of the stupidest things that we've ever done. Um, it was, it was, I understand, you know, there was a lot of things going on. We didn't understand what was happening and blah, blah, blah. But after you look back at things, you can kind of see it's 2020, but even during it, the lockdown just didn't seem right. Maybe for like a week or two, but then after that, it just didn't seem right. And, um, 
down. Now they want to do it again. And like, it's just weird how they always, and now like the death trackers are coming back up again because it's the holidays and they don't want people, you know, being happy and traveling. So they're like saying, Oh my God, a million new cases and all this stuff. And it's like, can I believe you? Can't I? You lied to me before. Should I believe you now? Like it's all just, I don't know. Our, our media is destroying us. Our media is what needs to be killed. But seriously, defund the media. Defund the media. Got to get one of them defund the media shirts. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's gross, man. It's really gross and sad. Really, really sad. They're picking their winners and losers. It's going to be Amazon and Walmart. And there's not going to be any more mom and pop shops. Um, and they're going to run everything. Even the beef um, and the farmers were saying that when the lockdowns were happening, all the shutdowns, that they were buying up all the people that were broke, um, that went broke from it. They were buying them all up. It was almost like it was done on purpose. Almost. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway, we will find out. Maybe. Because in time... We all find out, right? In time. Um, I wanted to go on to a different subject. Um, this one I've talked about many times, but this is Joe Biden um, on China. Okay. Let me do this real quick. China, I believe, is our biggest threat. And I'll tell you why. I believe that China is our biggest threat. Let me read you this. From... The Washington Examiner. All right, I'll just read a quick part of it. The nation's spy chief said the Chinese Communist Party is conducting a massive influence campaign aimed at a dozen aimed at dozens of members of Congress and their staffs in an effort involving attempted blackmail and bribery. Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe, a former Republican congressman from Texas who has overseen the United States' 17 intelligence agencies since May said Thursday that he briefed the House and Senate Intelligence Committee about the Chinese Chinese influence operations. He did so as well as he went on a small media tour warning about the growing uh, challenge posed by the Chinese Communist Party. Ratcliffe said the U.S. intelligence indicates it is the greatest national security threat facing the U.S. This year, China engaged in a massive influence campaign that included a targeted several dozen members of Congress and congressional aides, Ratcliffe wrote in a Wall Street Journal op-ed saying that China uses both public and secretive pressure to push lawmakers to do its bidding, witting, or unwittingly. Our intelligence shows that Beijing regular regular I can't know why I can't even say regularly directs this type of influence operation in the U.S. I sound like Joe Biden. I briefed the House and Senate Intelligence Committees that China is targeting members of Congress with six times the frequency of Russia and 12 times the, fre- the frequency of Iran, he added. Radcliffe described the representative hypothetical scenario to illustrate how China carries out such influential operations. A Chinese-owned manufacturing facility in the U.S. employs several thousands of Americans. One day, the plant's union leader is approached by a representative of the Chinese firm, the businessman explains that the local congresswoman has taken a hardline position on the legislation that runs the counter to the Beijing's interest, even though it has nothing to do with the industry the company is involved in, and says the union leader must urge her to shift the positions or the plant and its all its jobs will be gone, Ratcliffe wrote. The union leader contacts his congresswoman and indicates 
that his members won't support her re-election without a change in position. He tells himself he's protecting his members, but in that moment he's doing China's bidding, and the congresswoman is being influenced by China, whether she realizes it or not. That's crazy, right? But even worse is that uh, Pompeo, Secretary Mike Pompeo, said that China has infiltrated the United States from every level, from the ground up to the government. I mean, I'm talking about schools. I'm talking about media. I'm talking about Hollywood. I'm talking about government agencies, politicians, politicians' aides, lobbying firms, Wall Street. I mean, everything, okay? And people don't realize it. Uh, you know, social media, especially, um, they've infiltrated every single aspect. And the, our money and our economies are so blended, that's the only reason we haven't got away from them. And, uh, you know, and because of the medications we have being brought over there. And all of this was done because they wanted to make more money. These big businesses that are now making even more money because of the Great Reset, which is, it's, it's the most irritating thing. But either way, they are our biggest enemy, okay? Now listen to this. This is what, eight months ago? China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. Come on, they man. They can't even figure out how to deal with the, 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 the fact that they have this great division between the China Sea and the mountains in the east, I mean, in the west. They can't figure out how they're going to deal with the corruption that exists within the system. I mean, I, you know, they're not bad folks, folks, but guess what? They're not a they're, they're not they're competition for us. Actually, Joe, I'm pretty sure they are the biggest competition to us. They're absolutely our biggest competition. Like that's our president. Oh my lord, we're done for. He is so compromised, man. It's not even funny. So, I guess they really don't like Marsha Blackburn. Um, so the Chinese state run newspaper, I guess called her a bitch twice. <laughs> All right, let me read this to you. Uh, this is from business and politics. Um, a Chinese media office took on social media on Thursday to call us Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee, a bitch twice China daily EU bureau chief Zhen Weihu or Weha, I don't know, took exception to Blackburn expressing her appreciation to President Trump for banning cotton produced by forced Uyghur labor, saying that the U.S. will not support companies that profit off of slave labor. Full stop. If you guys don't know what a Uyghur is, a Uyghur is a Chinese person that is, uh, I think they're Muslim, and they put them in these camps, literally like Hitler labor camps, okay? Not, not even um, exaggerating here. Um, and they, oh man, they do really sick shit to them. They use, they sell their organs. They keep them in these camps. They use them as slave labor. Um, so that's what we, and Uyghur Muslims, like, yeah, it's pretty disgusting what they do to them. And the fact that there's not more people saying stuff about it is kind of crazy. But like I said, money makes a man strange. Anyway, back to the story. The Chinese communist government has long been criticized for its treatment of the ethnic minority group. In a follow-up tweet, Blackburn said, China has 5,000-year history of cheating and stealing. Some things will never change, which prompted Weihua to fire back. This is the most racist and ignorant U.S. senator I have seen 
a lifetime bitch. So I was going to do it in a Chinese accent, but now I was like, you know what? Let's not do that. Let's not do that. All right. I can do it pretty good, but I'm not going to do it. Not doing it. All right. China Daily is a state-run English language daily newspaper owned by the Chinese Communist Party. Weihua, I'm going to say it different every time, doubled down on calling Blackburn a bitch, dropping a single word tweet as well. Blackburn responded to that tweet by calling the media official a puppet of Chinese President Xi Jinping and suggesting the communists excel at slaughtering populations. From Tiananmen Square to the Uyghur genocide, Communist China is an expert at slaughtering populations, Blackburn tweeted. America will not bow down to sexist communist thugs. Get him, Marsha. Yeah, I like Marsha. She's cool. I do like her. Her is good. Doug Collins is good. There's a few of them out there, man. There's a few of them. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty crazy. Uh, Blackburn drew the ire of the Chinese officials in May when she asked her colleagues in the Senate not to take meetings with officials from Chinese companies in response to the likelihood that Beijing worked to hide the effects of the COVID-19 and, exaggerate its glo- and exagger- exacerbate its global spread. Blacklisting China is, is Congress mirrors punitive steps the executive branch has already taken, the senator wrote in a letter, denying China an opportunity to spread communist propaganda in congressional offices sends a warning shot to Beijing that Congress will not tolerate Beijing's misinformation war over the origins of the COVID-19 outbreak. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Remarkable or not, many of the left sided with the sexist communist thugs over Blackburn in a large part because she's a Republican. Not that she didn't have her share of support. Here's a quick sampling of responses to the story from Twitter. Uh, one person said, nice. Another said, Chen just whooped by a Southern gale. Um, uh, there's a bunch of other ones. But anyway, yeah, Marsha is awesome. She's cool. There's a few good Republicans that are definitely, you know, uh, populists that actually care about the people that actually care about the things that are actually affecting this country, not just some bullshit made up stuff so you can get more power crap. You know what I mean? So anyway, yeah, I just, we, we need to be very careful with China, man. And, uh, I've been saying it for over a year now and we definitely got to watch our back with that stuff. Um, but another thing too is, Listen to what Joe Biden said. It was the weirdest thing. It will, you know how we said that Joe Biden would either end up, uh, you know, saying that he had Alzheimer's and leaving and making Kamala president or doing this or blah, blah, blah. And that's, that's what was going to happen. Kamala was going to end up being president. And then somehow Nancy Pelosi would get in there somehow, some way. Listen to what Joe Biden just said the other day. Ready? And it's okay, but... And I, like I told Barack, if, if, if I reach something where there's a, a fundamental disagreement we have based on a moral principle, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll develop some disease and say I have to resign. Um, we, we don't what? have that. I'm, we haven't. That, and we discussed at length mm-hmm. our views on foreign policy, on domestic that? policy, on intelligence. And the great thing. Like, I'm pretty sure he just said the quiet part out loud, like the part you're not supposed to say. I think he just said it. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? This is crazy. This can't be real. This this election can't be real. This can't be real. America cannot be what is happening. Like, the 2020 is 
the start. I hope it's just the year and not the next generation, not the or decade, man, because I can't do a whole decade of this crazy shit, man. I want to get out of politics. I don't want to have to keep my eye on things, man. I want to have to not pay attention because this shit's scaring me. Now I'm like looking at laws and I'm like, oh my God, you can't be doing that. What? They're trying to do what? Like I'm just like, it's making me nuts. I'm sick of it. But with this guy in the office and, and Kamala, like Kamala is a puppet too. Uh, you know, I got to do a Kamala episode, man. I will be doing a Kamala episode one day this week. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to get everything ready. And I'm going to tell you all about who Kamala Harris is. Because you know who Joe Biden is. Don't we all? He's a hair sniffing creep who's made millions of dollars off of our tax money, bribing countries with our tax money, getting deals for his son, his brother, who else knows, who else, sisters, brothers, everybody else, who else knows, I don't know, his dog, I don't know. It just can't believe it's all coming true, but actually I can. So for the last story for the day, for the Sunday special, um, this one, we're going international. So right now in Paris, France, they're having a crazy, crazy protest. I mean, thousands of people, thousands. Um, The reason they're protesting is because they made a new law that you are not allowed to film police. Yep, you're not allowed to film the police. That's the new law. What a, that is, that's a police state, man. That's a police state. All right, so I'll read it from, all right, this is from Algeria, or Al Jazeera. France, violence erupts in new Paris protests against security law. Violence erupted in Paris for the second consecutive weekend at a mass protest against a new security law and, uh, and police brutality as demonstrators clashed with police, set alight vehicles, and smashed shop windows. The weekly nationwide protests are becoming a major crisis for President Emmanuel Macron's government with tensions intensified by a beating of a black music producer by police last month. Did you guys like how I did his name? And as I was reading that, I was like, wait a minute. Is this like their version of like our stuff? George Floyd? Because I haven't read this yet. I'm reading this at right now with you. So. Anyway, members of the so-called Yellow Vest movement, which shook Macron uh, with protest against inequality in France over the winter of 2018 to 2019, were also prominent in the rally on Saturday. Windows of, of a supermarket, property agency, and a bank were broken while several cars burst into flames along Avenue Gambetta as demonstrators marched towards the central uh, Place de la République. AFP news agency reporters said, Objects were also thrown at police who responded by using tear gas in a repeat of the violent scenes from the protests last weekend against the security law that would restrict publishing pictures of the faces of police. Some demonstrators use objects left into the streets to create impromptu barricades that they set on fire. Protesters, some letting off smoke bombs and firecrackers, shouted slogans such as, Everyone hates the police. It was... Uh, it was one of about 100 protests planned throughout France on Saturday against the new security law. Uh, Interior Minister Ger- uh, Gerald 
Darminian said 64 people were detained across the country and eight police officers were injured. Uh, no contradiction. France has been hit by a wave of street protest after government introduced a security bill in the parliament that set out to increase the surveillance tools and restrict rights and circulating images of police officers in the media and online. The bill was part of Macron's drive to get tougher on law and order ahead of the elections in 2022. His government also said the police needed to be better protected from online hate, but the draft le uh, legislation provoked a public backlash. You could say that. So, yeah. After four French police officers were charged on November 30th over a beating of a racial abuse of a black music producer, uh, Mikhail Zeckler, legislators from Macron's party pledged a complete rewrite of the partial draft law, a part of the draft law. He referred to as the abuse of employers and the loss of work protections. Uh, I'm going to end that there. But yeah, so they're going crazy over there with the same kind of stuff. But that's kind of crazy not being able to uh, take pictures of the police. I kind of understand not using their faces because then people go after them personally. Like, I kind of understand that. But if they're going to be able to film us and do all this crazy you know, stuff to us, then we should definitely be able to film them. The thing is, is that you have people like Antifa who get the police and then they, you know, threaten their families and do all this evil shit. So I kind of understand both sides, you know, like the world's complicated, man, that the stuff like this is never so black and white. Like it seems like it is, but it's not, you know, nothing ever really is. There's always gray in there, but yeah, I don't know my opinion about it. I guess. I don't know. It doesn't seem right, but I don't know. It's a tough one, man. But yeah, they're going crazy over there about it. So anyway, that was the Sunday special. I hope you think it was as special as I was. And uh, it was Sunday. That's for sure. So I hope you had a good weekend. Yo, I'll talk to you soon. It looks crazy. Things are getting weird. What the hell is going on? This is what the world looks like now. Those are getting weird. But all I know, all I know. Wake up, wake up.